You're listening to the Clear Creek Resources Podcast from Clear Creek Community Church, located in the Bay Area of Houston. Welcome everyone to the Clear Creek Resources Podcast. I'm Rachel. Thanks so much for joining us. So today we're talking with Tara Boyd and Aaron Surrey, who both lead student small groups at our church, and Kara Dawson, who's on staff in student ministry and leads a small group as well. We talk about why they said yes to leading students, the hard parts and the good parts, and how we can help them as parents. Let's listen. All right, guys, thanks so much for being on the podcast today. I'm so excited that you said yes, that you're here, um, that you're going to talk about all the things that to me are a little bit of a mystery because I have a daughter in sixth grade who just started in the student program here and she loves it and I love it, um, but I don't really like, know a lot about what it looks like to be in that program or really serve there either. So I'm grateful that you guys agreed to talk to us today. Thanks that for was, having us. Yes. Yeah. yeah, thank you. So just tell me first, what is it like? I mean, so you all said yes to leading student small groups and student ministry, which is a big job and a big deal. So what does that look like? What are y'all doing? It looks like a lot of different things. It's (laughs) it's fun. You know, it's challenging. um, It's rewarding. You know, so there's a lot of different things that go into it, but it's all those things combined. It's definitely difficult. It's definitely very rewarding. And you Mm -hmm. have fun with the kids and to watch them grow. I mean, and all the time you spend with them, watching them grow up as kids, watching them grow in their faith, all those different aspects and elements come into all of that. And so it's a little bit of all that joined together. Yeah. So um, you said kids and then growing up because student ministry is such a, a huge spectrum mm-hmm. of students. I mean, like I said, my daughter's in sixth grade and I love them. They're hilarious and fun, but they are not like the 12th graders. And so Mm -hmm. tell me what ages do you guys lead just before we even start taking a deeper dive into this? What what, what do you lead, Aaron? I currently lead eighth grade boys at the 520 campus. But I have led kids before from all the way up to 12th grade. Okay. Okay. So you, you've experienced experienced all all of it. (laughs) (laughs) All the challenges and the joy. Yes. All of that. (laughs) What about you, Kara? I do junior girls at Eager Bay. Okay. And I've been with them since sixth grade, but before that, I've only done junior high. So this is the first time going into high school. Okay. But it, you, so you started with these girls in junior high and you're with the 11th. I, this is my third group that I took through junior high. And then these girls I've been you, with since okay. sixth grade. So. Okay. Fun. What about you, Tara? And then I am currently with seventh grade girls. Um, however, before that, I had uh, the high school girls and I was with them from... I met them when they were in eighth grade, but didn't start leading them until they were freshmen in high school and then watched them graduate. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. And hard for me to believe that that's going to happen with all these sixth graders. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, um, re- so I think when I think about student ministry, I think about mix on Wednesday nights. So y'all just tell me a little bit what, what that looks like for y'all. What, what are y'all doing on Wednesday nights with the kids? So, I mean, I don't mind. Jumping in. Um, at 6.45, parents are dropping off, and really, that's just a time for everyone to hang out, get to know one another, kind of talk about their weeks. A lot of uh, students are bringing new friends, and so we'll meet the new people, hopefully, and then uh, we jump into large group, and from there, we do either do, we alternate um, either worship, and that's student-led worship, or large group games, and we alternate that every other week. And then we jump into a sermon or a message, and then we break into small groups after that. 
And really at that time is whenever we really get to dig in and talk to our students. Um, they, we have questions that we've been given that we can either ask those to help facilitate conversations or we can just kind of see where our time takes us mm -hmm. naturally. Um, I'm not sure if there's anything that I left yeah, out. Very similar to an adult small group where you have guide questions, but you know, the, you go wherever the conversation flows mm -hmm. as to what's going on. Somebody speaks into something else, then you go with that. Mm -hmm. So as far as the small group goes, yeah. So is that primarily um, when you're spending time with kids is, is Wednesday nights? What, yes. what else is there? There's, I'm, I'm, well, I know that we have, we have a weekend in the winter and then we have camp too. Right. So it's small group and then those two things. Is that right? Right. There's a mixed yes. weekend in February yeah. and then camp in June. Um, there's also, we have a lounge at I, mm -hmm. most of the campuses. Uh -huh. I'm not sure if it's all the campuses on Sunday, just a place to be able to meet. If not leaders, the director, other kids, um, because a lot of times a new family will come on a Sunday and then they need to get plugged in. And most, well, three of our campus have Wednesday and then E96 has, or East 96 has uh, um, Sunday night mm -hmm. student ministry. So just getting them plugged in on a Sunday morning to meet yeah. people and then realize that there's other opportunities besides that. Yeah, that's really helpful. Because I think sometimes people walk in the door and they're like, where does my junior high kid go? Right. And so it's like, oh, well, because I do, I greet at our church. And so it's like, oh, well, actually we're here. And it right. is really nice to be able to say, you can go hang out and meet some people. Mm -hmm. And then we hope you join us on Wednesday night. Yeah. And then, I mean, just to kind of add to what else do we do? I think throughout the weeks we are also partnering with parents in that time and just sending updates and also reaching out to the students throughout the week as well. So, I mean, yes, it does sound like it's just Wednesday nights and Sundays, but really there's just like a whole encompassing thing to that as you're building relationships with the students that kind of just grows from there. And another thing I do too is, is um, they've been doing this for 10 years is I, I try to go to their events. You know, all these kids are in all these different yeah. activities. I've been to so many sports events mm -hmm. and band concerts and theater things and all these. So you're in their lives in more than just the way of being their small group leader. Mm -hmm. You know, you're around them and then you get to know their families and stuff. So it's not just Wednesdays. It's not just small group. It's personally getting to know them. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really helpful because, I mean, you know, as a parent, you want to know practically what's what's going on, where are my kids going. I know they're excited, which is really fun mm -hmm. because I really already see that. I mean, kids are just excited to go, which that's a win. Um, but also, just the heart of you guys. Um, it's it's a it's such a huge undertaking to 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 be a navigator in general. But I but I really to navigate, um, you know, students. That's, it's such a sweet thing. It's such a huge responsibility. So I love hearing you even talking about, well, okay, we are doing this on Wednesday nights and that is what we're doing as a church, but it's also just relational. Yep. I mean, you mm -hmm. really are, you know, these kids. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So how has it been hard, you know, to be a leader? Because for me, this is not my forte. This isn't what I do. And so I can't even imagine. So, so what are the hard things? Cause you said there was challenges and fun. Because I think, I, I mean, like, I'm like, I listen to games and I watched you guys at worship and that just, look, we should all worship like the students do. Aww. Yeah, that's true. I love that. Yeah. Mm. It, it is hard because we all have kids, right? Mm -hmm. And kids are kids. So they're difficult, you mm -hmm. know? I mean, they don't want to pay attention. They want to play around. They don't want to sit still. You know, all the hard things that come with a kid being a kid. At the same time, while you're trying to be, 
you're not trying to be a parent to them. You're trying to love them well. You're trying mm-hmm. to keep mm-hmm. them on track, you know. So it, it can be difficult. It can be difficult time-wise. I mean, you're giving up time, you know, away from your family. I mean, my kid goes there, so I'm there with her. But that can be difficult, the preparing ahead of time, it, you know, when we do that. And there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. But, I mean, I don't look at it as a burden, you know, or anything. I just look at it as I get to do this, and it's a joy for me to be able to do this. And it can be, you know, weighty, but... You know, we just, we, we pray for each other. We pray with each other. We just, we work through it, but it, but it can be difficult, all those things together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would say too, um, really just watching your girls struggle, uh, mm. that can be really difficult to walk with them through that and just know that, I mean, there's nothing that you can do, but just trust the Lord and trust his process and really just knowing when to let go of that. Um, I can be pretty controlling in my life in general. So knowing that you have zero control Mm -hmm. over anything, um, over these students who you've just fallen in love with, it can be hard to Mm. watch them, you know, go through the hard things. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense even hearing that as a parent. And and I think what's neat about that, or one thing that's neat about that is, you know, Aaron said, we're we're not trying to be parents, which, Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's good. That's right. But to have other adults, who love Jesus and love your kids in such a real way. Like it's hard to see them struggle. What a, what a good gift that is, you know? Yeah. For me in junior high, it had its own set of burdens. Like you were saying, just whether they want to be there. Cause you're, they're pretty much a lot of times they don't have a choice. They're just dropped mm-hmm. off. So you have a mix of kids that want to be there that are excited, like you said, or ones that don't. And that comes with its own set, but it's a lot more of a shallow cause they haven't really started owning their life or had Mm -hmm. as many issues and so it's you're more dealing with like short-term behavioral issues and then as they get older it's definitely heavier as they're trying to own their faith and decide what they believe and you know just praying all the time Mm -hmm. um like you said like we don't have control but we want to speak into their lives and not you know throw rules at them but you know try to push them for like heart change and because that's what we want is for them to have a heart for Jesus. And so that's, it is a, it's a burden, but a joy and <laughs> it is, it can be hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm just thinking as a parent, you know, listening to you guys and um, what, what, what should we do if, if our, I mean, should we drop off our kids even if they're not excited? I mean, what, what do y'all think about that? Tara? <laughs> I'm nodding my head yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you're just listening, she just yes. she said yes. <laughs> said yes. And the reason is, is like Kara was saying, for junior high, you are the spiritual leader in their lives at that time. I mean, they're maybe starting to take ownership of their faith. And it's so easy to say, no, I don't want to go. Um, but if at the end of every Wednesday night they hear how much God loves them. Mm -hmm. They were created for a purpose and Jesus died for them. I mean, if that's all they hear every single week and that just becomes something that is just a regular, help me out, thought that pops up in their head, then, I mean, that's that's what you want. Mm -hmm. Um, And then also seeing other students Right. also believe the same thing. And I also love what Clear Creek does. Our My small group alone, and I know everybody else's is the same, is made up of so many different students from all different schools around here. Mm-hmm. In my group, I have homeschoolers, um, Creekside, Friendswood, 
I can't, uh, Bay Area Christian. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of these girls, and they're able to come together and see how different they are in a beautiful, wonderful way, but also believe the same truths. And then it almost, it just helps build them up. And knowing that they're not alone in that, because once they go to school, they do feel alone. Mm-hmm. And so just being able to come together and just be reminded of um, just that they're not walking through this alone, I think is a huge thing for Wednesday nights. So yes, bring your bring your kids. Yeah. I mean, I think that even though um, I love the fact that y'all are saying it's, it's unique for them, right? Especially mm-hmm. in junior high, sort of what we're focusing on. It's they're at a different phase in their life, but the same thing is true for adults on right. Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Go to church, right. yeah. even we don't feel like it. Of, yeah, this is what we do, mm-hmm. and this, you know, being a part of believers, like Tara said, like mm-hmm. it's just a pattern that you need to set, and we pray that it would eventually be a desire for them, also. But mm-hmm. it's definitely worth it as a parent to set that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's been so many times I've heard adults say, I didn't want to go to church today, or I didn't feel like it, and I went, and the message just spoke mm-hmm. to me. Right. And so I would tell parents the same thing about your kids. Like, they may not want to go, but go. Have them go, and the message is going to speak to them, or somebody in their group is going to share that they're struggling with the same thing there, then they're going to walk mm-hmm. away like, I'm so glad I went, because I, I heard this tonight, or somebody shared this, and I related to that. Mm-hmm. So yes. just the same thing as adults. Just, just go. And God will work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Tara said, you know, you said you're a controlling person. Well, I mean, any parent has yes. a little bit of that at least. Mm-hmm. And so part of what I'm hearing you say is you have to just trust God with that too. Mm-hmm. Teach your kids to trust God. If, if, you're, if you follow him and are obedient, like he is going to speak to you and he's going to be with you. And so is God's people, mm-hmm. you know, the church is going to be there too. So what, what's different when they get older? Because I know you've all have been with junior high kids and older kids, you know, what's, what is the different challenge when they're in high school? Is it, or is it different? Yeah. I mean, it's just very different, bigger issues that they're dealing with. Um, I mean, not to say that some junior high students don't have that, but I think just being a part of the world and figuring out their place in the world is just so many distractions and temptations. Mm -hmm. And so walking alongside that and showing them you know, your own struggles and how God's grace worked in that. Um, but yeah, it just, it definitely seems weightier. And, but also the good thing in that is once they start driving, mm-hmm. they're there because they want to mm-hmm. be there. Mm-hmm. And so whether it's the community or the message or whatever, they're choosing to be there. And so they're letting you speak into their life. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. Good. Like that. I mean, it's so it's so relational how you're talking to. I mean, I mean, you just said um, sharing with them your own struggles. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because you said earlier, it's not just to give them a set of roles, but we, so you want them to develop a habit of coming because that matters, and you have to trust God with with faithfulness. But it's also just y'all sharing your your lives and your hearts with them as leaders, right. which you can do in a different way whenever you're not their parent. Right. I mean, you just can absolutely. Mm-hmm. And they'll listen to you in a different way, I think. Yes, Absolutely. or they won't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, right. it yeah. is true. I mean, because yeah. they don't—they have enough people telling them what to do in their lives. So I've always just have to remind myself: just meet them where they are. They don't want you yeah. to come in and tell them what they're doing wrong or what they need to do better or mm-hmm. anything. It's like no, they just want somebody to listen and just be know that you're there for them. So just meet them where they're at. 
sometimes that can also be a hard thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I bet. Mm-hmm. And there's a big difference between a 12-year-old sixth grader and an 18-year-old 12th grader. Mm-hmm. I mean, and we've all been there, you know, and so it's like you're having, you know, stories about Pokemon and um, <laughs> Fortnite, and then you're talking about, I'm about to go off to college and be an right. adult, and I'm driving, and I can vote, yeah. and, you know, so, dating. yeah, mm-hmm. dating, all that, and as you go along, you go from those, you know, surface-level conversations to deep conversations about faith and life and being an adult, and so... You grow with them in a sense, you know, and that, that's that's a rewarding part of that. When too, they're is. becoming adults, yes. yes, yeah. Is it different for? I mean, whenever you hear them talk about girls, do you feel like it's different for you? Like leading? I mean, I mean, I know boys and girls are different, absolutely. But I mean, do you feel like as a leader, it, it's like been a different experience for you listening to them talk? Uh, in what way? Well, I mean, is there anything that you say is unique about leading these guys? Just how do you have to relate to them in a different way? Or do you just need, do they need people to just listen to them too? No, just they, do need to, them? they do need people to listen to them as well. Cause you know, even though we're guys, you know, we still have feelings. Um, but for me, it's more so like, they don't know what to believe and who to believe, you know, yeah. but they're being fed so many things from social media and all the stuff that they're on, you know, and I just try to be like, this is the Bible is what we're following. This is where our decisions come from. This is what we base this on. And I hope that's what you're hearing at home because that's what I, we're trying to reinforce what your parents are leading you in. We're just trying to partner with them. Mm-hmm. And so when I talk to them, it's like, whatever you're going through, let's let's talk about what the Bible says about that. Let's, let's go here. I'm not going to tell you what I do or what anybody else has told me they do. Let's do what the Bible says when it comes to whatever it is you're dealing with mm-hmm. and what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always trying to point them to that whatever it is, whether it's about girls or, you know, situations in their life they're trying to decide on, that's what I do. Yeah. So what, tell me something that is the most fun part of this. What's the, what's the best part? Because I think even as parents, you can identify more of the challenges too, because you're like, yeah, we have that too in a different way. Um, so what's, what are the cool things you guys get to do as leaders? I mean, I would say just seeing them do next steps, whether it's baptism yes. or... Like being excited to serve or, you know, growing, wanting to get in their Bible and understanding more about God. Like all of those next steps are just really awesome to see. But then also I would say worship, mm. like you had said, like going to camp or mixed weekend mm. and seeing mm. as a whole, all of them worshiping together is just, just an awesome thing to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's unique. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. And then the relationships. I mean, that's just so I never so I never thought I would find myself in student ministry. <laughs> and then God just kept swinging open these doors. And yeah. No, <laughs> tell me, why did you not think that? No, that's helpful because I think that yeah. happens with a lot of people. No, this is. So I came to know Jesus when I was 28. So I felt like that was later in life. Um, even though I grew up in the church, I just felt like I, well, I never did read my Bible. And so coming in and being told, you're now going to be leading students. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa, I am not biblically knowledgeable enough for that. Mm-hmm. So it's weighty and it's daunting. And I just thought I would never be good enough um, to do that for a student and being responsible for students, it just feels, like I said, weighty. So um, doors were just swinging open, and I just kept saying, no, thank you. No, no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Very politely. <laughs> no, that looks fun. And I was serving in children's ministry at the time and just thinking, I do not like this. And I have children. I just want everyone to know I love children. But I did not enjoy that yeah. part of my time at the church. Um, and so finally, I just uh, – I finally just said yes. And I jumped in and I ended up falling in love with these girls and just going, 
okay, God, this mm-hmm. is, yep, this is where I need to be. And uh, it's been a huge growing and stretching process for me. Um, I read something about student ministry whenever we first started this. This will be my seventh, I'm in my seventh year, I believe, of serving it first in student ministry. And it says, there's something about student ministry that will reveal all of your sin struggles. <laughs> and, a lot of mirrors. It's just, right. a lot of mirrors. You know, kids are acting up or they're asking you the hard questions mm-hmm. and you're just sitting there going, I don't know the answers to. And um, yeah, so it's pretty revealing. And then I'm so sorry, I forgot the initial question of I'm like I, I did too because you're just talking about this. I think it was what are the, the exciting, what are the what are the, the good exciting, things? The good yeah. things. But then and you're so just telling your story about how you in, started. Yes, so yeah. coming into just kind of getting it, just get over yourself. You know, like ugh, I don't need to. This is not about me. This oh, is yeah. about the Lord and the work that He's doing in yeah. these students' lives. So finally, I get past that, and it's like now I see the fruitfulness of it. But not not just for the students, but for my life and my heart as well. And I think that's what's so exciting is sometimes I think the best thing for me has been. Um, not me leading my girls, but my girls leading me. And I could get a little teary about that. Um, Cause you know, they see you sometimes at, you know, your low points as well. And just seeing them surround you with love and prayer in those moments and their other, their fellow students has just been such a gift to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just a testament to the real relationship that, that y'all have with them too. That if they see you in the hard places, that's, that's, that's a gift for them too. Yeah. What about you, Aaron? So for me, it's twofold. Number one, it's it's the fun we get to have with them because mm-hmm. we have a lot of fun. I mean, especially when we go away, you know, we're away and we're all in the same room together, you know, and you're all the fun stuff that goes with that. It's like a locker room. We're guys. <laughs> we're guys. Yes. I mean, it's just, we're making fun of each other. We're just, you know, we're giving each other a hard time, but we're, you know, but we're, and we're bonding. Mm-hmm. We play all kinds of games. I played so many games, games I've never heard of, <laughs> games these kids created. We have lots of fun together. And then, the, and like I said, the second part of this, I've been doing this for 10 years. So the oldest kids that I were started with, they're now in their mid twenties. And so mm-hmm. I, these kids have they have kids of their own. They're married. They have jobs. Mm. You see where they are now in their faith, and they come back, and you're like, oh, man. Like, we know we're just sprinkling seeds, right? Mm-hmm. We're probably not going to see a lot come to fruition with what we're doing with these kids now. But to see them come back as adults is like, wow. Yeah. God worked in all that. Even when I didn't think I was doing nothing on Wednesday nights yeah. when I showed up, right. God did it. And 10 years later, eight years later, these kids are coming back as grown adults. That's know? amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah, you can, y'all really do get to see the fruit of your labors mm-hmm. in such a tangible way. And it's really like, um, who is it who talks about, even within your family, how whenever you're working with kids, it's like planting like a forest mm-hmm. instead of just like bearing fruit in your, it's like a forest because these, then they're going out and they're going out and you just know it's going to multiply, which is incredible. Okay, so tell me um, any cool story you have because I get the general sense, but do y'all have any like favorite stories from seven years or anything like that? <laughs> it doesn't have to be like profound too, like a fun story. It's like I keep going to the There's, cliche answer of just seeing okay. your girls getting baptized. Yeah. I never thought I would see that happen and then just seeing the light go off and mm-hmm. seeing them profess their faith and then just wanting to go out and live that out. It's been pretty incredible. Um, I remember Bruce Wesley talking one time during a sermon about hoping to one day 
die and be with Jesus and then look and, and like be able to look behind and see all the people who have come to faith, just that he was a part of, not mm-hmm. that he did it, right. but just, I was a, I was a part of all of this. And like, that's what that makes me think of. I mean, that's not cliche. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that I is, mean, you're baptism right. that is the it. profession <laughs> of the faith. I mean, that is to be able to be a part of people professing their faith in Christ is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I is. mean, that's the ultimate hope. Yeah. So. Yeah, when kids are like, hey, will you baptize me? It's like, oh, wow. They're like, mm-hmm. you're the person that who's led me. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's, mm-hmm. I'm honored. Yeah, so it's, it's really cool to get that, you know. Um, and that's happened, you know, in the 10 years I've been doing this, like three or four times, and every time it's like, oh, wow, I'm so honored that you would ask me to do that. Yeah. So that's what that is for me. Yeah. I'd say one thing that I've seen in this last group of girls that's been really cool is just the friendships that they've created that would not have happened without being at church because they're at different schools and, you know, didn't grow up together. And now all of a sudden, I mean, I have multiple groups of like really close friends in my group and just seeing them. I mean, that just brings me joy because mm-hmm. like you now love each other mm-hmm. and have mm-hmm. these deep relationships that if you didn't show up here, you wouldn't have had. So, one thing I love about y'all's answer is I'm, I'm just thinking about how different y'all are. Even, you know, just I, I know you guys and how you lead and just your personalities and your answers are, are so similar and everything, but, but how everyone leads a small group is, is really different too. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. there is, like you're saying, it's like church partnering with parents. And so there's curriculum, there's preparation, there's sermons, there's notes. But then like, I know like, Carrie, you had like a, a New Year's Eve party with your girls, you know, and just watching my daughter's small group leader. I mean, she does it really differently too. I mean, it doesn't even look the same for everyone, right. but it's still so, the fruit is so similar. Right. Yeah. And I haven't even led the same from when I've started mm-hmm. either. Like every year I feel like mm-hmm. I'm either doing something different. I mean, mm-hmm. also si- the size of your group has a lot to do with that as well. Um, but Yeah. It's fun coming up with new ways to kind of <laughs> right engage. <yeah. laughs> yeah. well, again, like well, I said earlier, the Bible fun. Yeah, yeah. well, very yeah. similar to adult small group too. You may yeah. have a plan. You may think right. this is what I'm gonna go with. This is how I'm gonna do yeah. this, and then God comes in and something else happens, and it yep. just it goes completely different. And you end up, oh wow, it's not the way I mm-hmm. thought I was gonna do. Yeah, and like you said, I've changed from the very beginning of how I did this right. into how I do it now, and it. it Every week it's different. You know, yeah. it could be I'm going by the questions. It could be we're going with what you guys are talking about, what's on your hearts, or we're going to study the Bible and go through verse by verse, break this down. What's God trying to say to us in there? So, yeah. 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 I mean, I think if I was thinking about people maybe listening who are maybe like you, like, I don't want to do this, but maybe I'm you supposed do. to be doing you want it. To do this. <laughs> right. But I mean, everyone does it differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I mean, you're going to be equipped through our church. And supported through our church really, really well. Absolutely. And Kara can test to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, it doesn't have to look the same as the person next to you, mm-hmm. like any navigator. You're going to do it differently. And if you just trust God and surrender these kids to God and are faithful, it's going to be a good and beautiful thing. Oh, yeah. And they don't want everyone to be the same either. Right. They're looking for everybody's story to be different. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, that's what makes it so awesome. I mean, my I co-nav with Mackenzie mm-hmm. and her and I are could not be more opposite, but we love each other so much. And I think we tell the girls that we're just like, this is what this looks like. We, you can love each other right. so much, even though you are in totally, maybe mm-hmm. totally different walks of life. Like this is, we have the same common goal. We both love Jesus and you know, it doesn't have to, your faith doesn't have to look like ours. It doesn't have to look like your neighbor's. 
it is yours and yours alone. That's between you and the Lord. So it's really cool to like even show them that. Yeah. Yeah. And as the student ministry, our goal for navigators is to spiritually guide and relationally connect. And so, like you said, that plays out many different ways, but those are the things that we think are most important. And so we're hopefully equipping mm-hmm. leaders. I mean, it's awesome to hear them because I'm on staff at student ministry. So that's where this is coming from. But um, just to hear, you know, that they feel the same way that I do, that, you know, that they have the, feel the freedom to lead their group in, you know, not just reading questions and sticking to that, but getting to know and right. spiritually guide, you know, in their own way with their own personalities. Is, yeah, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. The thing about personalities is when you have a co-leader, like I do, do you have a co-leader as well? No. Is, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But when you do... That's why Tara's like, well, you do want yeah, to. Yeah, you do want to. It's, well, I haven't always. Yeah, right. Me either. She's so, such a gift. I know. Yeah, it's good. So it's great to have part of it. But the kids relate differently too. Like not yeah. every kid is going to connect with you like they yep. will with somebody else. Different personalities. Yep. They they respond differently to you. And so that's why I'm glad Jonathan Robertson is with me because he's great with some kids that I don't connect well with. And I mean, so it just works that way. And yeah. it's been really good to have somebody else to yeah. help you out. I appreciate that too so much as a parent because... Mm-hmm. You know, you want to know that whoever your kid is, they're going to be loved right. and seen. Yes. Right. Yes. See my kid, love my kid, mm-hmm. lead them to Jesus. I mean, I even like people ask me about babysitters sometimes, which don't like that. I yeah, already regret saying that because not even sort of the same thing, right? Not child care. <laughs> no offense. No. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't care. Just love my kid. Yeah. Yep. You don't need to do my dishes. I just love my kid well. That's all I care about. And so just to hear you guys thinking through what does it look like to love the kids in our care? How do we do that in a unique way? How do we do that for each kid? How do we make it, you know, different every time? That's that's really a good gift for parents. I'm grateful for y'all. Thank you. So what would you tell parents? You can just tell me, but they're also listening. (laughs) So I know you guys, you know, you're thinking about things, you're seeing things, or you get questions. Um, what, What would you want to tell parents who are maybe listening that you think would be helpful? Um, my biggest thing is just partner with us. Mm-hmm. Um, like, tell us what's going on uh, in their lives outside of Wednesday nights. Because essentially, if we, some students we do only see on Wednesday nights and maybe Sundays uh, at church, maybe. And so if we don't know the real stuff that's going on behind like at home or anything that they're struggling with, we really, it's hard to be intentional with that because really Wednesday nights, I mean, our small group time is maybe 30 minutes. And so, yeah, partner with us, um, have a relationship with us. So, you know, we're not trying to take over anything where we, we want to do this alongside you. And um, also my second thing is when you're involved, they're going to be involved. If you're going to church, they're going to church. If you're in a small group, they're going to stay in their small group. I have found that like my girls who have stuck with it for the long haul, it's because their parents are just always there. And um, so that's, that's it. That's really helpful. So we're actually starting a new podcast um, this semester called Partnering with Parents. Mm. So Perfect. you you keep saying that, and I'm like, I did not tell her to do that. <laughs> she did not. <laughs> she keeps, Tara keeps saying it, um, and because that really that's that's really our hope. Mm-hmm. It's and you're really you're saying both things. You're like, help me partner with mm-hmm. you, um, but also you are the primary disciple maker. Mm-hmm. It's it's you, and that's really that's our philosophy, and that's and and that what you're saying is that's what works. Mm-hmm. Like if you want your kids to grow in Christ. 
help me to come alongside you. And also it's, it's about the parent too. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. Yeah. 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 So having kids in student ministry, it's yeah. like, I bring my kid and I know that I'm working with my child at home, but I know that they're getting an extension of that with someone there who loves them, but doesn't discipline them yet. Mm-hmm. So we definitely want parents to know we're partnering with you. We're not trying to replace you. We want you to be the disciple maker at home and all the six days of the week, we don't have your child right. and all the hours we don't have them. And we, we just want to love them while they're there, listen to them, share the gospel just as you're doing at home. Yeah, but it, we want them to know we're not trying to replace you. We want to partner with you. Yeah. I mean, we're all parents here. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. We, we're already doing the... The mom and you're dad like I have enough home. kids. I have, right? yeah. kids. I have four. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I I just love having fun with the students. Yeah. You know? And we want them to know that, like I said, that they're loved. Like they're not just Absolutely. showing up. They're not just dropped off. They're not just yeah. a kid who's there. Like yeah. we spend time specifically with each kid. I mean, every time I'm there or every event we go to, I try to spend a little bit of time with each one of the boys mm-hmm. and just like, hey, even if it's a quick conversation, hey, what's going on in your life? What are you doing? You know, what are you up to? What do you have coming up? Right. Just you know, we want them to know that we care that we're spending time with them. We're not just there mm-hmm. to talk to them and then ship, ship them off. Like, right. oh, I, I said my hour and a half serving, I'm done for the week. Yeah. You know, that's not, it's, that's it's not deeper it. it's for real. us. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I mean, we've been out for two weeks now and I miss my girls so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw them at church yesterday. I was All like, right. oh my goodness, <laughs> where have you been for so long? You know, so yeah, it's like you don't realize the relationships with them that you've built and that's really neat. I think that it's helpful too what you guys are talking about because I think just like kids are different, parents are different. And I think there's, probably some parents who are worried about you taking over, you know, because they're the parent. But then there's also parents who probably don't know, like, I'm allowed to tell you stuff. I don't want to bug you because we all have some sense of how much time um, and, you know, um, just emotional investment you're giving to these kids too. So I think the permission Mm -hmm. to partner with you to say, hey, this is what's happening in my kid's life and trusting you with that, that's a really, that's a really nice offer because I'm not sure if parents necessarily know that they can do that, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think another thing is in many ways we are like an adult small group, but then there's also, it's probably spiritually, it's a lot different as far as they're, you know, for an adult small group, most people have chosen to be there unless they're brought by a spouse or something. <laughs> but there's also preparation ahead of time. And so mm-hmm. you're getting out what you put in, whereas for a student one, they're literally just showing up and then it's input from the stage and then immediate output. And so there's some kids that they don't learn that way. And so mm-hmm. they're not you know, the conversations are helpful, but it's not opening the Bible, studying it. You know, it's not that in-depth of a study like you could with an adult small group. And so just knowing, like, as a parent that coming alongside, partnering with us, you know, like, either with a Bible study or pushing them to do things on their own or making sure they're involved in mixed weekend Mm -hmm. and camp where they can dig in more um, because it's not, you know, as a small group leader, I feel the burden of like, I want this to be like my adult small group. I want to see the Mm. growth of knowing the word of God. Mm -hmm. And it's not, I mean, like you said, we have 30 minutes to talk about it maybe. And again, they're not doing the prep on their own. So it's just a different type of a growth and knowing that, it's not the only thing that they need, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that they need more of their own, you know, personal growth. Yeah. Yeah, that's really great. Because you all said in the beginning, come, because you mm-hmm. never know the seeds that are being planted. But also knowing that um, if you really want to see growth in your kid and you want them to be walking in the way of Jesus, um, it can't just be, you know, that right. one hour and a half on Wednesday It's just night. like for an adult, you wouldn't yeah. want to just show up on a Sunday morning yeah. and that be it for your spiritual growth. Mm-hmm. Right. It's the same thing for a student. Now they should hopefully come on a Sunday and a Wednesday, but it's still they need to do the work on their own to grow and as a parent just to be aware of that and help them to see different ways that they can grow in that. And again, that's some ways that we hope to partner with parents Mm -hmm. and try to offer different ways of growing, but we're still as a ministry trying to figure that out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's also a good reminder for us as parents, like, are we being, am I being the spiritual leader at home for my kid who goes to (laughs) student ministry? Like when she shows up on Wednesday, it's the only time she's hearing about God is from her leader or am I doing that as well? Mm -hmm. And so it, it reminds me constantly that I need to be leading my wife, my kids, I need to be the spiritual leader in my home. So as a leader, I'm mm-hmm. also thinking as a parent what I should be doing. Yes. So it's two-sided. Yes. I know, I was just sitting there thinking, am I even leading my <laughs> my own kids well? <laughs> yeah. doing great. I'm not saying that I'm doing that well either. <laughs> Y'all are all doing great. <laughs> no, it, it, it's hard though. I mean, and I think that it's we don't want to, um, you know, shame any parents no. Or, no, not at all. yeah, and y'all aren't, but I don't want anyone to hear like you're not doing enough. It's hard mm. for all of us, yes. you know. Uh, you, we have kids, we have jobs, we're, we're trying to do the right thing. But you guys have consistently said this entire time it's, it's really it's about their whole life, mm-hmm. it's about their yeah. whole life, just like it is for you. And that starts with you as a parent. And then you guys are coming alongside in such a, an essential, beautiful way. And I'm really grateful for y'all. Um, really. Um, it's it's amazing. I love watching y'all when y'all are with the kids because it is like fun and good and sweet and and I know how much it is. So thanks so much for being here, but for just everything you guys do. Thank you for having us. Glad to be a part of it. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope this conversation was helpful. If you want to watch the video of this podcast or share it with a friend, you can find it at clearcreekresources.org where you can also find articles, music, and a lot more. Again, I'm Rachel. Thanks so much for joining us today.